Hello, folks. Welcome to Notoriously Episcopalian, a podcast of sermons from me, Kelly Hudlow, an itinerant Episcopal priest in Alabama. Thanks for listening. This is a sermon offered on the Sunday of the Passion, Palm Sunday, April 2nd, 2023, given at the Church of the Holy Spirit in Alabaster, Alabama. May I speak in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs also were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. I think for at least a few moments as the disciples entered Jerusalem with Jesus riding on a donkey, the vision of a returning victorious king, as they heard the crowds shout Hosanna, I think for a moment the disciples thought they had won. For just a moment, as they walked with Jesus, I think that they hoped that his prediction of his death was wrong or was somehow no longer needed. Because look at the cheering crowds. This is surely what victory looks like. But this could really only last just a minute or two as the disciples and Jesus made their way through the first sort of throngs of crowds shouting Hosanna. Surely they then began to hear the whispers on the edges. Who is this guy? Where did he come from? Who does he think he is? And they would have seen that the whole city was in turmoil. So surely the disciples' sense of victory would have been fleeting. In fact, as they spent time in the city that week, Jesus continued to push things even further. He disrupts the temple. He continues to teach in some of his most challenging parables and answering questions from the crowd and critiquing the Jewish leaders. And then standing in front of the temple, Jesus talks about coming famines and earthquakes and the end of the world and that the very temple would be torn down stone by stone and that the Son of Man would come again in power and judgment. And all the while, the plot to kill Jesus was in motion As much as the disciples wanted Palm Sunday to be the end of the story, the cross still had to come. We're like the disciples in a lot of ways. We struggle with the teachings of Jesus. We struggle with how we are to understand his parables, how we're to respond to God and to each other. And we are eager to find victory without sacrifice. We want to go from Palm Sunday to Easter 
without the steps in between. If we're honest with ourselves, we want to avoid the cross. And there's a lot of good reasons to want to avoid the cross. The story is painful, it's violent, it's sorrowful. Perhaps in hearing the story, we feel convicted by the disciples' failure of faith because in them we see our own shortcomings. Or maybe it's because we just don't understand it. For many of us growing up on the buckle of the Bible belt, there are other good reasons to avoid the cross. The cross has been turned into a weapon of domination and exclusion. It's been used to justify the suffering of others. It's been used to condemn the many to save only the righteous few. But as Christians... The cross is part of our story. In fact, the cross is the crucial turning point in the whole tale. The Apostle Paul would write that we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block for some and foolishness to others, but to those being saved, it is the power and wisdom of God. So no matter how we have experienced the cross in our churches, in our culture, it is part of our story and it cannot be avoided. The cross is not the shallow victory of Palm Sunday that offered popular celebration from the crowds. Instead, the cross is the true victory of Christ. The gospel writer in Matthew spends very little time on the details of the violence of the crucifixion. It's actually only mentioned in a parenthetical, right? We hear, quote, and when they had crucified him. The story for Matthew is not about the details of the crucifixion, but instead it's about the response of the crowd, the others being crucified, that stood there and mocked and derided Christ on the cross. And in telling that story, the mystery of the cross is revealed. The mystery that it is Jesus who came to serve and to save even those that stood around him, mocking him as he died. That he gave his life as a ransom for the many, not for the salvation of the few. And when Jesus, a teacher, a leader, a friend, the Son of God, breathes his last breath, the whole world changed. The veil of the temple that had kept the Holy of Holies separated from those that were not worthy was torn in two where God's presence dwelt, was poured out into the world. An earthquake, a familiar sign that God was at work, now becomes a sign that the new age of the coming of the Son of Man has arrived. And then the most amazing thing, when Jesus died, The tombs were opened and the righteous were raised. The death of Jesus on the cross was not a defeat. The death of Jesus did something no other death had done before. The death of Jesus brought life. The death of God on the cross was more than could be contained. And the resurrection of Jesus will ultimately bring eternal life to the world. The cross is not just about forgiveness of our personal sins, though that's part of it. 
The cross is not about sorting out who is sufficiently righteous and faithful to be a Christian because that's none of us. The cross is only a stumbling block if we make it anything less than the awesome victory of God and the salvation of the world. Because it is only through the cross that the world can see that Jesus truly is God's Son. Amen.